brought you Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margo Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a magical Monday and healthy energy with Margo. I am so grateful that you're here today joining me, whether you are listening live or to the recording. I'm just grateful for you to be here. And if you're live and you'd like to ask a question during the show, you may call in at 1-866-472-5792. My guest today is Ann Perry, and I am so excited that she's here with me today. I've just recently connected with her, and just I feel an instant connection. So I'm very grateful, Ann, and I want to welcome you to the show today. So welcome. Thank you so much, Margo. It's such a pleasure to be here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been looking forward to this because our, our energy is pretty good together. So anything's possible today. Anything is possible. I love it. So our conversation today is what can numerology reveal about your 2019? And I know a little bit about numerology and I'm so excited to learn some more. So Anne, maybe start by sharing a little bit about you and how you came into numerology. Well, I came into numerology because somebody honestly gave me a book several years ago um, that allowed me to take kind of a glimpse uh, at my, just simply at my date of birth. And I was completely blown away by what I was able to learn just, just by looking at the day I was born on. And I was a very busy, active Reiki master teacher. I had lots of clients coming and going. And I really wanted to learn um, some kind of a technique that would allow me to understand people um, more profoundly, you know, more quickly, a little bit more intimately. I wanted to know why they chose to heal, why they chose not to heal. I wanted to know what kind of funky cycles were they in that was might have been causing a lot of the stressors that caused them to come see me in the first place. So, um, and people seem to really resonate with the information, and and from there, my passion sort of developed, and I took it more seriously, and that was probably eighteen, maybe nineteen years ago. Wow. Here you are now, sharing your love of numerology. So what is, what, is, what is numerology? Maybe we can start there. So, well, numerology is a study of, of numbers. It was discovered by Pythagoras, who was a Greek mathematician about 2,500 years ago, give or take. And uh, Pythagoras was the one that um, was able to draw connections between the vibrations that numbers have and predictable outcomes. You know, so for example, he would look at the number one and he would know that the number related to, the number one related to new beginnings and leadership and determination and um, sort of all about that person being number one, whereas the number two would relate to somebody who would be more related to partnership, you know, not quite as concerned about being number one, but more concerned about being in a partnership. So he understood that all numbers hold a vibration and each vibration produces a predictable characteristic or outcome around it. So when a numerologist looks at your chart, what we're doing is we're taking a look at your date of birth, which produces the life path number, and the life path number produces um, the huge lesson that you've agreed to learn in this lifetime. And then we look at your full name as it appears on your birth certificate, which tells me the talents and the gifts and your passions that you've brought forward with you. The theory being that we've chosen all of this very strategically prior to our incarnation um, we created our soul's contract. So, we're, you know, life isn't, isn't happening to us. If we're going through a bit of a tough time, life is actually happening through us. And when we understand what's in our numerology chart, we have a better understanding as to how do we 
um, work with the lessons that we've chosen to bring forward. I know when I first discovered what my number was, I thought, no. (laughs) What was that? Sorry. I said that was the Reader's Digest Digest condensed version. (laughs) (laughs) When I first figured out what my number was, I thought, nope, that's not me. Doesn't sound like me at all. And what did we, I, and I've forgotten, Margo, what, what we decided your life path number was. Uh, it's a nine. It's a two, seven, nine. It's, yeah. Yeah. So it's a 27, nine. Okay. So we know that you're here. You are the human. Yeah, I can't imagine how you can't identify with this. You're the humanitarian. You're the one that likes to bring solutions to the table. You're the healer. You're, you're the one that's interested in the healing arts. Very intuitive. Um, has a real interest in being of, of service to humanity on a large scale. And that's why you're doing your radio show. And reaching out to people, you know, outside of your own local area, you've decided to go global and worldwide. So, um, but the seven that sits to the left of that slash, you are a twenty-seven nine. The seven says, "Hmm, is this really what I should be doing? Is this the right thing to do?" And you're a bit of you're a bit of a head case, right? So <laughs> you're very much inside your head a lot. Is this what I should be doing? I think that all the time, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I know exactly. So. But it's you learning how, excuse me, how to collaborate with other people. You know, it's that, that's that two. So the two is about collaborating, collaborating with um, spiritual studies and, and, and ideas and concepts and delivering them globally. Hello. <laughs> like, what part don't you get? <laughs> I'm finally, this was years ago when I first read it and it just, it scared me because yeah. I read the word leader and I thought, nope, I'm not that. And I just kind of... Yeah. It was like many, probably twenty years ago. I read this, and then and then gradually learning a little bit more. And but this is fascinating, just what you just shared right there. And just so thank you. <laughs> well, remember. Oh, you're welcome. Remember though that your birth name also has a huge component uh, that will influence how you feel. You know, like you might not identify with your life path number. You might identify more so with your expression number, which is the totality of of the vibration of your soul birth name where your talents and your gifts are, you might see them more easily than you see the lessons yourself. You know, those people who have, for example, a four um, life path number sometimes um, have a little bit of a more difficult time identifying with their life path because they, you know, they, they see things very, very differently. Um, so, this, you know, you have to look at the whole thing, and that's why uh, I do numerology maybe a little different a little differently than a lot of other numerologists do, and that's because I'm a seven, which makes me extremely analytical. And it's not enough for me just to kind of half-ass crack open that that birth code. I got to crack it right open, wide open. I mean, what kind of a nine are you? It's important for me to know. You know, it's important for me to share with you. So now I think, having shared with you that you're a twenty-seven nine, and interpreting the two and the seven, it helps you possibly identify with that nine life path number maybe more easily. I hope. Well, I think I'm, I'm tying it, I'm starting to tie it together, like just, that's why I said it was just very helpful in, because I, I do quite often think, is this what I should be doing? And I think I might have mm-hmm. said to you or somebody that everything's on trial for this year, like, is it, is it a contribution yeah. to me? Am I a contribution to it? Is it worth doing? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, am I to continue with it? But then also starting to collaborate more with others locally, I think, here, and then, yes, you know, mm-hmm. doing the show and meeting some amazing people. Like mm-hmm. meeting you and felt like that instant connection. I actually thought when I saw your picture online that I knew you. <laughs> it's like, she looks so familiar. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And here we are coast to coast. You're on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. So, you know, that's yeah. just the beauty of, of the Internet. And, and the fact is the Internet's here, but if you don't make good use of it, 
So the message doesn't get out there. So good on you for making good use of it. That's awesome. Very true. Yes. So how do we discover what year we're in? Maybe we could help people understand their number, like how to figure out their number. So numerologists look at a cycle that's called an epi cycle. That's E-P-I cycle. And this is a nine-year cycle where each year produces a new vibration with a predictable outcome of it, right? There's a theme to each year, if you will. And so before we figure out what our personal year is, we have to figure out what the universal year is. So the first thing that our listeners are going to do is figure out what the universal year is. So we're going to write down the number 2019, and we're going to add that all together. 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9 equals 12, and 1 plus 2 equals 3. So this means that 2019 is a three-universal year, And the three universal year is something that will be like an umbrella that will affect each and every one of us on the planet, regardless of where we are on the cycle, on the nine-year cycle. You could be in a year of five. uh, I could be in a year of seven. Someone else could be in a year of two. But we're all going to be influenced by the three universal year. And this is actually quite a welcoming welcoming energy, actually, this year, because... um, 2009, or pardon me, 2018 was an 11 universal year, which caused... um, caused hypersensitivity with all of us. But what it was really doing, it was a master number 11 uh, energy, which is all about illumination. We were all seeing our relationships in a different light. We were all seeing each other in a different light. Anything that had been hidden from us, we were seeing it, right? So politically, um, I felt that there were a few politicians that might have been exposed. (laughs) (laughs) Not mentioning any names. I don't want to get myself into trouble here. Not mentioning any names, but I was hopeful that we would have a little bit more exposure. And I think um, that's still yet to come because, you know, there's a, there's a shoulder season for each year, meaning that whatever the year was last year, that being a universal year of 11, um, the shoulder season of that takes us into March, until the end of March, okay? And so you would have started feeling um, that master number 11 universal vibration uh, for October, November, and December of 2017, right? So 2017 would have been a one universal year, but we started shifting into the two universal year or the 11, 11 slash two universal year. So we start feeling it a few months before it actually happens. So anyway, to start, our first step, we've got to figure out what is the universal year. So we've established that for 2019, this is a three universal year. Last year was about partnership. This year is going to be more of a social side to it. It's going to have a more creative feel. I think you're going to see some huge um, movies being created and huge um, artistic endeavors. You know, the Academy Awards will be producing all kinds of really cool stuff. So it's all about expressing ourselves this year. So if you're somebody that isn't always expressive and you have difficulty with that, this is going to give you a little bit of a heads up, you know, a little bit of a a boost. Um, So now we're going to move into the next step, which is to add your month of birth plus your day of birth to the universal year. Okay, now, we're going to make sure that the month, we're going to reduce that to a single digit. Okay, so for example, if you were born in the month of December, you're going to add one plus two together, and that comes to three. Okay, Um, if you were born in November, you're going to leave November alone. Okay, we're just going to leave it as an 11 because an 11 is a master number. The day of birth, likewise, if you're born on, say, the 19th, for example, you're going to add 1 plus 9 equals 10. Reduce it again. 1 plus 0 equals 1. If, however, you were born on the 11th day or the 22nd day, we're going to leave that alone. Okay? So we're going to 
we're going to now um, add our month of birth in, in its reduced form or master number to our day of birth in its reduced form or master number to the universal year. Okay? Mm-hmm. Any questions to this point? No, but I just realized that, yes, and I think we talked briefly about this before you and I, I was born on the 11th, or I am born on the 11th day. Right, which makes you the spiritual messenger, and that's why it's a good thing that you're doing this this uh, particular show. So, need I go on? <laughs> no pressure here. <laughs> um, all right, so let's use the example of March 25th. That's my birthday. So, March equals the third month, so we're going to bring that down as a three. The 25th day, 2 and 5 equals 7. We're going to bring that down as a 7. We know that 2019 added up to 12. We reduced it to 3, so we bring that down as a 3. Now we're going to add 3 for March, plus 7 for 25, 25th day, plus 3 for the universal year, and that comes up to 13. And the 1 plus 3 equals 4, so I know that I am now in a 4 personal year. Now the interesting thing about this is that the four personal years sometimes causes people to feel a little stuck. And I have chosen not to feel that way this year because I just got too much to do. But the benefit to me is the fact that I have this three universal year that I'm in like everybody else is. So I'm going to use the three energy to my advantage because the three is all about creativity and self-expression. So um, I'm going to use that to my advantage. We'll explain this more as we go through the, each, what each personal year means. But I'm just going to show you that the, the three universal energy is going to be helpful to me because the four personal year has a tendency to cause us to feel a little bit stuck and um, a little too focused on what's not right in our world. But the three vibration of the universal year is going to help me to get past that. So we have to examine that there's, there's two parts to, to, to this. Now, um, let me go further here. I'm, all right, so let's take a look at Um, What I would encourage everybody to do is to take a piece of paper and draw a big arch on your piece of paper. At the bottom left-hand corner of your arch, you're going to write down the number one, okay? Now, each one of these years that we're going to be talking about is going to be starting January 1st, and so every January 1st, you get a full cup of whatever your personal year is, and for every day that goes by, we get a new blast of that energy. Okay, so if you were in a year of one, I would say, Margo, go, 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 step into it. Come on, plant some seeds. This is a year of new beginnings. You're number one this year. Lots of new opportunities. Lots of energy. It's go time. Okay, so Mm -hmm. from January 1st up until about September or October, you're going to feel this push from the universe. See, the universe has a rhythm to it that we need to get in touch with. So the, the, a year of one is going to give you lots of mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical energy. All kinds of energy to get the job done. This is a wonderful cycle to start something new. But you get a full cup of it in January, and by the time you hit September, October, all of a sudden it's like, wow, I don't really feel this anymore. I'm starting to feel the energy of the two coming in. So we start shifting into the two energy in September or October, and the universe starts to get our feet wet as to what we can expect to feel. And so now we're going to um, take an arrow from our number one. Let's go up the side of our our arch there that we drew. And let's write down the number two. Let's go up three or four inches and draw down number two. When we come to number two, um, the energy is very different. We come to the energy of the number two when we find ourselves extremely tired. You're going to hit a brick wall when you hit your personal year of two. They do that on purpose. The universe is going to pull that carpet from underneath you. 
They're going to say, guess what, Margo? We want you to rest. We want you to restore. We don't want you starting anything new this year. We just want you to be patient. We want you to develop relationships. This number two is not just about you anymore. It's about you and one other person. So your energy is going to be low because we don't want you starting anything new. We just want you to nurture what you started last year. So this is a year of one-on-one relationships. This is time out. This is not a year when you're going to want to um, be social because you just don't have the energy for it. And that's okay because whatever the universe took away from you this year, they're going to give it back to you next year, right? How are we doing so far? Are we Any questions? No, it's it's uh, it's just interesting when you kind of look at your, for me, when I look at myself, because last year was my year two, and I was not necessarily okay. resting and restoring. <laughs> oh, exactly, and I get that, because you're yeah. kind of type A, right? <laughs> so why didn't you call me two years ago? I could have given you a heads up. <laughs> I know, like, what was going on? It took me a while to find a numerologist, actually. To be quite honest, I connected with a couple and didn't get a good response. And then I saw you, and it was one day I thought, I've got to find me a, a numerologist. And there you were, and it was, like, perfect. And on that note, we're going to go for a, a quick break, and we're going to come back and learn more perfect. about what sliding into three might be about. Excellent. Sounds great. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. Margo of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margo to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margo Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margo at 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. 
now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. I'm here with Ann Perry, and we're talking about numbers and what they can mean to us. So we were on number two. Did you finish with that one, or do we have a little bit more to say? Well, we just want to make, make note of the fact that, you know, the year of one, we got thrown forward. We got all kinds of energy. The year of two, they set us back on our heels and made us sit. And uh, unlike you, who didn't sit last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never do things like way, I should, you know? <laughs> Well, we need to rest and restore in our personal year of two so that we have the energy that we're going to need in our year of three, right? So let's mm-hmm. make our, our take our arrow up the side of our mountain there, and let's go up to number three. So the year of one, in recap, was all about you being number one. Didn't matter if anybody else was standing with you. You're quite happy to be on your own. The year of two invited one other person to be with you. It was like, ah, I don't want to be by myself anymore. I feel like you know, having somebody else around with me. And then we come into our year of three, which says, oh, you know what? I've got more energy all of a sudden. That started coming in in the fall before we flipped into January 1st, our personal year of three. All of a sudden, like, oh, you know what? I'm feeling a little bit more social. You know, I, I really feel like I'm a little bit more creative. I can express myself more easily. This is a super creative time. Lots of energy comes back. It's a time of expansion and growth. Um, but you're going to have very little focus, Right. So the universe is downloading all kinds of ideas into your awareness. Wow, I could try this. I could try that. Well, that'd be kind of cool. I could try this, you know, and all these different things are coming into your awareness. And so we tend to, um, we tend to be not too focused, but we're not really supposed to be accomplishing too much in our personal year three, okay? So that's where you are this year? Yeah, I am. In Margo, in, yeah, personal year three. Okay. So... Are you finding that, you know, your brain's a little bit busy? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really busy, yeah. So, and that's exactly what's going on. So, you, you might be lacking a little bit in, uh, in focus this year, but that's okay. This is a year of self-expression. This is a year about creativity. This is about, you know, getting the word out there sort of thing. But really what you're supposed to be doing is communicating with your friends and your family. What's your thoughts on this? How would you feel if I did that? Can I get some feedback on this, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about communication. Um, so it's, it's a very light energy. It really does you very good to go out to see some comedy shows or that kind of thing. All right, let's go into the three and let's move up to the number four. The four is a very pivotal year, okay? So this is where you're going to be la- next year and this is where I am this year. So you might have noticed at this point in time that that we've got sort of a, a bit of a contrast going on here. In the, in the year of one, we had all kinds of energy. But in the year of two, the universe took it all away. In the year of three, they give it back to us. But they take our focus away. So in the year of four, they're going to give our focus back. Okay? So the year of fo- four is um, hyper, hyper-focused year. When we think about the number four, we think about four posts into the ground. This is the year to build a foundation. Okay? Very hyper-focused. The unfortunate part of the four energy is that because we know we planted a seed in our year of one, because we've worked really hard and we're really trying to get things going, maybe it's a business or a relationship or building a home or something, um, we have a tendency to focus on what's not right in a year of four. And therefore, we end up feeling stuck. You know, I don't have the time. I don't, I don't have the energy. I don't have the money. I don't have the education. I mean, everything's just not coming together like it should. It's just obstacles and limitations. So our trick in the personal year of four is to focus on the obstacle as a gift, as an opportunity, right? Let's see if we can go over that obstacle rather than running into it. Because anything we give our energy, attention, and focus to is going to get bigger, 
right? So exactly. we don't want to feel stuck, right, in a personal year of four. If you focus on the limitations, you're going to get a whole lot more of them. So we have a tendency to feel a little strapped with money. We have a tendency to feel a little bit strapped for time, you know, all these things. But you've got to understand, we only get one opportunity in nine years to harness the energy that the universe is giving us. So when you're in a personal year of four, you want to make darn certain you're focusing on what you want to create rather than what you're not. You've got to come from a half empty, um, a half, sorry, half full cup rather than the half empty cup. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's a really, really excellent, excellent year, but most people waste it, right? So look at you. You've got the heads up. <laughs> All <laughs> right. I'm going to be focusing on what I want. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's, I always say, you know, if you're writing a book and it's supposed to be 10 chapters and you've only written three, don't focus on the seven you haven't, you haven't written, right? Focus on the three that you have and you'll get more, right? So this is a very, very crucial point in the epicycle. So it'll be a very big year for you. All right, let's come out to of the four and let's go into the year of five. So when we come into the year of five, it's the opposite of the year of four because remember anything the universe gives you one year, they're going to take it away the next. So um, the year of four, uh, our listeners might want to write down the word stuck because that's typically how most people feel. They feel stuck. But guess what? Feeling stuck is a choice. Nobody can make you stuck unless you choose to feel that. That's where the power lies, right? We have to remember that However we feel, we are choosing to feel that way, right? Yes. So when we move into our year of five, this becomes a year of freedom. But change Ooh. and flexibility <laughs> causes us to want to be adaptable. And, and, uh, but I'll tell you what, it also brings in unexpected events, right? Unexpected, unexpected events will typically bring in the unexpected expenses, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so after, after a year of feeling a little stuck, we might come into a year of emotional spending. You know, last year we felt like we didn't have enough. This year it's like, oh, heck, you know, this is great. I got all kinds of money. You know, you know and, and travel is really a good thing to do in a year of five. The energy of the five is very conducive to learning. So I suggest that you, Margo, you need to book a trip where you can go away on some kind of a retreat or something in your year of five. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Yeah. Where are yeah. we going, Let's Anne? Together. Let's plan something cool, right? <laughs> so, yeah, seriously, it's, it's really, it's about change and, and the unexpected, and it's, um, it's a little disconcerting. You know, again, if you're a four-life path member who kind of likes to know what's going on and wants life to be somewhat predictable, the five-year isn't going to do that for you. And here's the point where I might want to mention that whatever your life path number is, when you go into a personal year that is the same as your life path number, you're going to feel it more than any of the other, like uh, any of the other personal years. Well, that's right? me with a three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm a, in the third year myself, and then it's the third year for. So I'm going right. to have tons of energy. I'm going to get more more social. That's it. That's it. I you know, have I a fun year. We, we, and we did. We went out and did something fun yesterday. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> there you go. Right. But it's yeah. also I I think that. Um, this year, you know, your show is going to become even more interesting as you're reaching out to more uh, people and divergent audiences and um, speakers and whatnot that are a little bit more interesting. Um, how can they be more interesting than me? I mean, what am I saying here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. But you know what I'm saying. Like, it's just, you know, you're, you're going to have a, a wider audience and a wider um, speaker base kind of thing so that's kind of it's really fun it's really really good this is the year to, to do exactly that 
But when you're in that five year, like I say, this is a great year to um, just allow things to roll out. Change is going to happen, right? And we always know that sometimes change is a little scary, but it's okay. You know, change is inevitable. It's going to happen. It's how we roll with it. It's how we respond to it that determines how we go through it, right? It's always our choice. So do we have enough time to go to number six before our break? Uh, Yes, we do. Perfect. All right, let's move into number six. Number six, under door number six. Okay, so let's take a look at the number six itself. You write down the number six. You see it has a big round belly associated with it, right? So that round belly reminds us of the nurturer. It reminds us of the pregnant mom. It reminds us of the home. So the the year six is going to be a focus on the home. So I tend to call this the year of domestic drama. Now, you can call it domestic focus if you want, but I I promise you, you're going to be contacting me saying, oh, no, there's a lot of drama. So it's always a focus on the home. Now, that can mean that maybe you've got a mom or a dad that's not doing particularly well, and maybe you're at the phase in your life where you have to start giving some consideration to, you know, what's going to happen to them with extended care. Maybe you've got a sister who's going through a hard time or a brother, or maybe one of the kids are going through a rough go. But either way, it's going to be a focus on the family. Somebody's going to be pulling on your chain, demanding more attention from you. So the sense of responsibility is huge in the year of six. It can be... Family focused, but it can also be career focused. You know, it can be, you know, your career or your work family versus your personal home family. It's a year when you really need to question how much of this stuff is really my responsibility. Why is it that I always feel I have to take care of mom or dad or my brother? Like, why, why is this, right? And usually if we ask ourselves that question and we look inside ourselves, we realize that on some level we're not feeling good enough. So we reach out to take a responsibility that helps us to feel a little bit better about ourselves and we empower ourselves. But we have to be careful because sometimes when we're empowering ourselves, we're just empowering everybody else around us. So we've got to make sure that um, the year of six is, is related to a little bit of balance. Now, when we're in a, in a domestic drama year, it can also be related to your marriage. You know, uh, I can always see when there's a little bit of an issue going on within a relationship and a marriage on the chart. Um, We can also look at it from a real estate perspective. It could be a time, let's say it's a five personal year, um, which is all about change and unexpected events, but we have a six, um, somebody with a six life path number. There's a good possibility that there's going to be a change within the home in that year. Um, so it's, it has a lot to do with the actual physical dwelling of the home. If it's not related to the personal side of things, it can be related to, you know, your home. And, um, there is another element that I explore and unfortunately we don't have enough time to go through it, nor is it easy to, to explain in this way, in this kind of a format, but there is a concept called the essence. The essence comes from your birth name. So let's say, Margot, that you and I are both in a year of six. Okay, at the same time. So I'm going to say, Margo, we're both going to have a very big focus on um, the domestic side of life this year. But because your name on your birth certificate is very different than my name on my birth certificate, it's going to produce what's called an essence. And they're going to be different from each other. So if you're in a personal year of six and you have an eight essence that's coming from your birth name, that might imply that there's money uh, issues with regards to the home. Okay. If I've, after I've spoken to you for a little while and I discover that, you know, you're going through a divorce or whatever, I might be inclined to say, hmm, all right, so you're in a bit of domestic drama and here's the eight coming up. You might want to get really clear on your separation agreement 
you know. Um, and then we might be inclined to look at now your ex-husband's chart to say, okay, he's going through this. This is what he's thinking. And this is what you're thinking. And this is how you guys can kind of get through it. So there's a ton of information to be learned from a person's birth name as it relates to how they're going to go through their personal years. It's not enough for me to say, you know, you're in a sixth personal year. I want to know how are you going to go through that sixth personal year, right? And that's determined by your birth name. So there's all kinds of really neat information we can garner from that. It's fascinating, you know, just to be able to, I don't know, just hear this and kind of have a sense of why one might feel the way they feel. And yes, we can say a lot of people go through different things at the same time, but then taking it to your own number and looking at it in a different way, it's just, I don't know, I find it very fascinating, which of course is why I wanted to have somebody on and you were the one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you bring up a good point because I remember when I, I did not know numerology and I was going through a year from hell. Like, it was really, really, really challenging. It was a six-personal year, which we know is domestic drama. I was very unhappy in my marriage. And I was in an essence, which was called a 19-1 essence. So the 19-1 essence causes a person to feel very alone, very unable to ask for help, very, very um, self-driven and just... Uh, It's a really, really brutal lineup, right? Had I known about numerology, had I known that my 19-1 essence was going to come in um, March 25th of one year and leave on March 24th, 12 months later, I would have gone through it so much more easily because I would have understood that this was just a cycle, you know? Mm -hmm. But I just Mm -hmm. remember thinking, my life just sucks. My life's in ruins. But now I understand that it wasn't that it sucked or that it was in ruins. It was the fact that it was just for that time. And, you know, if you have a timeline, and that's what I can tell you from a numerology chart, I can tell you when things are going to get challenging, and I can also tell you when the time's going to clear. And this is why it's important when I do a reading is I, I reflect back on times you've already gone through and say, you know, remember, remember when you went through this and remember how you felt about that and remember how that cleared a year later or two years later and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly what you're going through now. So it brings in hope by relating to something you've already experienced. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So your essence is always the same, or does it change? No. No, it changes. Um, it might come in for a year. The minimal, minimal time is, is one year. It may come in for a long period of time. I personally right now am in an essence of six and will be for five or six years. And that's related to nurturing and teaching and supporting and being of service to my community, being you know, Facebook and YouTube and everybody that I teach to. So I know that that's what's in store for me, you know, for a few years. Didn't you say it was based um, on our name? It's based on, yeah, it's based on your birth name. And something else, though. And it has to be something else. <laughs> yeah, so your, your birth name tells me what the essence is. A lot of numerologists don't even look at this, and I can't even imagine, because it's so indicative. I, I mean, you know, it's interesting to know what personal year you're in, but you got to know how your, how your birth name, you chose your birth name, right? So... Once we understand that we've chosen this, if it's a challenging time, if we can agree that we've chosen it, then we're not a victim anymore. We're a student. And we can maybe accept the lessons. And when we can see the timeline on it, if it's, if it's a difficult time, we can see the timeline on it, we know when we're going to come out of it. And we know that we will come out of it because I'm going to flip it back in time to say, hey, this is where you were one time, and this is when you came out of it. So I think that's really important so that you can really connect the dots to your own personal experience. Well, that um, makes sense. It's like you it. say, you can exactly. have 
part of it by your number and then adding more personal touch to it almost, right, of where you're really at. Oh, yeah. I like it. Well, there's so many layers. I mean, there's there's also pentacles, you know, long-term cycles, and, and there's life path periods. There are also long-term cycles. And all of this has a, an effect on how you're going through your life. So if someone was to say, you know, I'm feeling really, really stuck right now. When can I feel unstuck or what can I do about getting unstuck? We can look at that and we can see what needs to happen. Sometimes it's just simply changing their point of view on something. You know, there's a lot of four energy. Fours are very, very focused people, right? And sometimes they just can't look at things differently without someone saying, hey, would you maybe look over here? <laughs> you know, there's, there's another opportunity for you over here. That's just the way they're wired, right? Um, likewise, somebody who has a one life path number is go, go, go. They only know one speed and it's on, right? <laughs> so um, when they're in a year of two, it's really frustrating for them because things don't roll out as quickly as they do in a year of one. So if you understand that, then, you know, you, you can start to say, all right, okay, okay, I can be patient for the next couple of months because that's all this is. So... Boys, when we understand that it's just cyclical in nature, that our life isn't in ruins, you know, life gets feels a whole lot better. So, anyway, well, it makes it, it makes it. I don't know. It just gives you a little bit more depth to depth to things. I think in mm-hmm. life Absolutely. of where and what sure. and and yeah. how and and all of that. So yeah, it's very cool. Right. So I think and we'll go to a break now, and then we can come back and talk about what seven, eight, nine mean. <laughs> Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margot Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margot at 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. Margot of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margot to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time opinions options answers you're listening to voice america health and wellness you 
are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. So, Anne, are we moving on to the seven now? We are moving on to the seven now. (laughs) The first first year of seven, once again, is complete opposite of the year of six, where where you were very family-focused, very domestically focused, in the personal year of six, you put up your hands in the year of seven and go, you know what, guys, back off. I am not there for you. I am going in my cave. So the year of seven causes us to get very quiet and very introspective and reflective. And basically what we're doing is we're taking a time out and we're looking over the last six years to see how we're doing. And are we moving forward? Are we, are we you know, if we continue to do what we've been doing, where are we going to end up in a year or two? You know, do we really want to be in this relationship? Do we really want to be in this business? Do we want to do this kind of work? It's a big time where you get really inside your head. It's a real head case here and where we really need time alone. So we need to make space uh, for, for time to be alone because we have a lot to process. So it's not a good year to make any big decisions. If you're in a personal year of seven, I would discourage you from making any big decisions because you're so far in your head that it's difficult for you to get into your heart center. So to make a heartfelt decision. So I would really encourage you to kind of, you know, take a time out on that. If you have to make a big decision in a personal year of seven, wait until the fall when the energy of the seven starts to shift to the eight, because then you'll be a lot more assured that the decision you're making is a good one. You might make a big decision in a year of seven and then question it, because that's what happens. We have a lot of self-doubt in a personal year of seven, because we're tossing around our, our possibilities, right? So that's what the seven's all about. But the good news is, when we flip out of the seven into the eight, all of a sudden, our energy comes back and we get out of our head. Oh, my God, I, can, I literally can feel the day when I shift out of the seven personal year into an eight. If I could shift, if I could go from a six year to, a, to an eight year, I'd be all over it. <laughs> I am a seven who does not like the seven personal year. It is not fun. But when we get into um, our personal year of eight, our energy comes back. We get out of our head. It's a bigger focus on our money. Do I buy? Do I sell? Do I invest? Can I, can I retire? Am I getting my work? You know, is, is my paycheck in, in um, alignment with the kind of work I'm putting out there? This is an action year. It asks us to empower ourselves. You know, where have we become a doormat over the years? Who is it that's treating us this way? It, it reminds us that we teach people how to treat us, right? So we have to make sure that we are um, putting really good information out there and good, good exchanges with people so that they're not treating us like doormats. So the eight's a very empowering year, and it's not just about the money. You know, the eight gets kind of a bum rap on, on the internet with all the information written about it, but really it's not always all about the money, although the eight can be a big focus. I do remember going into an eight personal year several, several years ago, and I knew that my essence was also going to be an eight, and I was doing my happy dance. I was thinking, who dug it? That's going to be a great year for money. You know, an eight on an eight, are you kidding me? Not so much. <laughs> it was not oh. a year financially. It really was tough. It was the year that I had separated from my ex-husband. I didn't realize that some of my taxes had not been paid. My CPP hadn't been paid. Oh, it was an absolute mess. But it gave me the opportunity to correct it in that year. And it, it took a lot of effort and whatnot. And financially, it was very tough. 
but it set me up on the right path. So even when you go through a, cha- a, a change or a, you know, a challenge, it's always setting you up for something better. So don't be fooled to think that the year of eight is always going to be good about money, right? So don't spend a whole lot of it in your year of seven thinking you're going to have a whole lot of it in the year of eight. It doesn't always roll out that way, right? <laughs> All right. True let's that. Let's our year of nine. Any questions to this point, Margo? Are you good? I'm good. I'm writing all my notes. I got my arts art. <laughs> I got it all down. Oh, good. Because there's, there's a book review and a test at the end. So, you know. Okay. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, we're going to move into our year of nine. Now, the year of nine is one of my favorite years. Okay. So, I like to think that we all travel with a trunk full of junk. Okay. And in a personal year of one, you want to make sure your trunk is really empty because you want to travel light over your next nine years. So every year that you go through, as we climb up over our little arch that we wrote down, every year we throw stuff in our trunk. And when we come into our year of nine, we open up the trunk and we look inside. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to look at the people that we're hanging out with, right? We're going to look at those people and go, are you a help or a hindrance? Are you supporting me? Do you still get me? Do we still get each other? Have we outgrown each other? Are you deadwood? (laughs) Is it time for you to move on and get out of my trunk? Because here's the thing, when we're in a personal year of nine, we need to look at everything energetically. We need to look up to the universe and say, hey, look at me. I am emptying out my trunk. See this guy? He's out of my trunk. I'm making room for you to bring me somebody else who's a little bit more inspiring, maybe a little bit more supportive on my journey. I don't want to take Deadwood with me into my personal year of one because I've only got one kick at the cat once in nine years to really harness my new beginning year. So I want to make sure I've got all my ducks in a row. So we look at the people in our trunk and we release the ones that aren't of of interest to us anymore. And then we also look at our stuff. How much stuff do we really need? I think about my desk. You know, I could take my desk and I could toss my desk out the window. Uh, And if I do that, the neighbors will probably get annoyed. But anyway, maybe I shouldn't toss it out the window. But, you know, you get the idea. (laughs) Remove the desk from my office. It leaves a space. And when we leave a space, we leave room for a new desk. But if I choose not to put a desk in here, I've left room for an opportunity, right? So the, um, the opportunity comes from um, anywhere. It could come from anywhere, but it's leaving a space, leaving room for an opportunity. So our job in a year of nine is to look around and say, you know, how many books do we really need? How many DVDs do we really need? How many shoes do we really need? Clear out your space. And I promise you, when you guys get into your nine personal years, you will automatically start doing it. You'll likely do, start purging in the fall prior to you hitting your nine personal year. It's, it's amazing energetically what happens there. So we get in the habit of clearing everything out. So we're making space because we want the universe to be able to put new stuff in our trunk next year. But if you're not prepared to release the old, don't be surprised when you don't get anything new. You have to make an investment. Um, in terms of what you're going to release. And remember, the nine is all about selfless service. So this is a great year to um, give your stuff away to charity, re-gift it, repurpose it, you know, um, recycle it, whatever you have to do. Uh, it, it's great in that way. But I love the year of nine because I get really excited about what does the year of one have in store for me? What debts are we carrying that we need to have taken care of? What courses have we not finished? You know, what needs to be released and completed? in your year of nine so that you can have a healthy, clean slate to move forward in your year of one. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting, and I have a question. Can you have bits and pieces of these years going on in every year? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe in an altered dimension somewhere. But not in the universe that I'm in. (laughs) 
That's a good question. That's a very good question. You well, because I just look at different things and I think, okay, to. cleaning out junk, I'm doing that. I think yes. that's something that needs to be done on a regular basis. I know, right? Well, but, that's, but remember, Margot, you are a nine. So that's normal and natural for you to oh, do that. Oh, so I like that's to do that on a regular basis. Right? Somebody who's a four, for example, they might be inclined to hang on to stuff because they're afraid they're not going to have enough, right? Oh, right, okay. It's a little bit more difficult for them to release and let go. Um, Somebody who has um, a five, okay, so somebody's life path number, if they were a five life path number, this is somebody who might suffer from addictions, right? They, They have a hard time setting boundaries and limitations and they're, they're just seduced by life in general so if they really want to kick their habit to the curb kind of, kind of thing a nine is the time to do it but it's going to be a little bit more difficult for a five because the five already has um the uh predisposal to addictions so there's all kinds of connections it's it's, it's a puzzle it's really a puzzle and we really have to look at the whole chart to get the whole picture but i really love this exercise of the epicycle because it, it helps you understand your kids. You know, if, if all of a sudden your teenager hides out in his bedroom and doesn't come out for a year, maybe he's in the seven year. Don't worry about it. He's coming out in his eight year. But in the, in the year of seven, he wants to be left alone. Right? And likewise, if you've got somebody who's a life path number 11, right? An 11 is also a two. They happen to be a little bit more sensitive than, than other people. Their vibration runs a little high. If they're in a two personal year their sensitivity is going to be through the roof, right? It's going to be a lot more, you know, they, they will be a lot more sensitive. So when we understand this epicycle and we understand um, who we are and who our children are and who our, our partners are, that sort of thing, even our coworkers for that matter, boy, it, well, life, life just kind of makes sense. Very interesting. My daughter's she, 11. Is she? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what personal year is she in? Pardon me? And now I'm putting you on the spot. What personal year is she in? Um, so we add her month, so she would be the fourth month of the fourth year, I mean, fourth, fourth day of the fourth year plus the three, right? So she'd be seven, uh, a one year. Is what, that right? What Did month, I do that right, Anne? What month is my born? test. <laughs> I don't know. You got me confused. <laughs> April the fourth. What, what month was she born in? April, so four. April, okay, so that's a four. And what day was she born on? Four. Four, okay. So we're going to add four plus four, four plus three, which is our universal year. So she's on a one right? year. No, nope, she's in a two year. Four plus four is eight plus three. Oh, right. Is 11. It's 11. Okay. So, um, so she, here we are. Here's a case in point. Your daughter is an 11 in an 11 personal year. Ooh. So her level of intuition is going to be really, really acute this year. Um, she's going to be more sensitive this year. She'll be more sensitive to her environment. She's going to be more sensitive to criticism, um, that sort of thing. And that's okay. It's totally okay. But if, as long as she understands this is just a cycle, it'll be a lot easier for her come next year, right, where the, the energy lifts a little bit. This is a heavier energy. This causes the 11 energy, 11-2 um, personal year energy is a heavy energy. So it causes her to have to go under a blanket, and the universe is saying, no, 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 you just sit. Last year you were kind of busy. Guess what? This year you're tired. You sit. Unlike your mother did last year, you're going to sit and be quiet and rest and restore and gain your energy. Okay? 
So Very cool. So, yeah. Anna, people wanted to know more about the epicycle. I think you had a, a link that I'm trying to get put on the um, the original e-card just so that we could have some information. But sure. what is that link for people? Oh, gosh. Um, bear with me one second, and I can tell you. W-W dot. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, well, no, I mean, it's, it's on YouTube, right? So the, it is on YouTube. Oh, okay. Let me just tell you what the title is. It would be difficult for me to give you the link because um, they're very long, but I can tell you that. Uh, so if they go to your actual, YouTube channel. It's the, it, if she was going to type, if you go to my YouTube channel, which is Ann Perry Numerologist, um, if you search the nine-year epicycle, E-P-I-C-Y-C-L-E, Mm-hmm. Um, it will come up. It's about a 30-minute okay. video which explains start to finish what we just went through. Gives you some really, really good information. The other thing they can do is go to my website, which is um, www.anne, without an E, Anne Perry, that's P as in Peter, E-R-R-Y, numerologist.com. And I have um, a resource page there that has all kinds of good information um, as well as my blog. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of great information. I've also got a Facebook uh, page, Ann Perry, uh, Professional Numerologist on Facebook. And for those of you who are Master Number 11s, we have the uh, Master Number 11 portal, which is designed to cater to those who are 11s. And this doesn't mean that you have to be an 11 life path. It can be like you, Margo, who are born on the 11th day. Really, really good supportive people in there. Fantastic uh, opportunity to learn. And, of course, then there's also the... Um, uh, www.masternumber11.com membership site. All kinds of very stuff cool. Learn from. Thank yeah. you, Anne, for all this lovely information. It's amazing. So I'm sure if people wanted a a, a reading with you, they could do that as well. So you Absolutely. can connect can with Anne. Right I just bought something to teach me a little bit more, which I don't know if people can get that the same way I did or not, but. Um, Check out Anne. Check out her website. Um, I think you'll find her quite quite fun and, and fascinating. And I'm really grateful that you were here today with me, Anne. So thank you. And guess what? Next week Thanks we are going me. to be having Rita Marr for a conversation about mystical donuts, toroidal tri- fields, I don't know if I said that right, and Haraline. So yeah. something more to learn. This is somebody that Anne introduced me to. So we're going to have some more fun. Have yourself a oh, magical week. It. She's amazing. Do something kind for yourself. <laughs> and Anne, I'm very grateful for you. Thanks so much for having me on, Margo. I really appreciate it. And thanks to all the listeners who took the time to listen today. Yes. So have a good week, everybody. Take care. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 